I think the most interesting thing that happened of all of them was when uh, Peter Slattery did his slideshow. And right near the end of it, he said, hey, these big red rocks in the middle of, of uh, Australia, the Aborigines means the original inhabitants of Earth. He said, they know all about the red rocks. They live near them. But the red rocks, he said, were seeded from the Pleiades. They sent them to terraform our planet and turned it into a planet that we could uh, eventually have life forms where these more advanced souls could incarnate. I had a friend who lived with the Aborigines. He, he's, this, he's like an old hippie that hung out in New York with the Andy Warhol people. And he had the most eclectic background. But he went to Australia and hung out with Aborigines. And he said he could walk up some of those rocks. And I don't know if he was exaggerating, but it was almost like the, the rock had its own gravity and he could walk up almost like a, like a spider or something, just be able to stay on the rock. It was so great. And, so, and I know from personal experience, if you can project enough love to someone, uh, if they're evil, they don't want to be near you. It's, it's, uh, it's like the member of the Wizard of Oz when the, when the witch got doused with water and she said, I'm melting, I'm melting. Well, it's almost the same thing. You think, oh, love, what could possibly go wrong with that? Well, those negative beings, when they get doused with enough love, they, they run for the hills. They writhe in the ground. It's, it's like torturous. Yep. So they, they could do the same thing there. And, and I echo what Aaron was saying. When you go there, you don't have all that electronic interference and all the, the discordant energies that are typically in a big city. With, with all the strife and, and hardship, it's, you're just in a beautiful, pure, pristine nature environment. And you know, I love that as well. That's nothing better to connect with your higher self than being in an environment like that. So there's definitely a battle going on. It's not merely on Earth, but it happened in the spiritual realms as well, which is where I'm very familiar with. And what I tell people, especially those who are not familiar with, with the kind of work, Everything that happens in the higher realms will eventually manifest in the lower realms. And I have a very upbeat, I'm known for being very upbeat about the potential for humanity and the upliftment of all humanity, because I already see what's going on in the higher realms. And those realms are almost totally cleared out of the negative beings that have been enslaving our planet for centuries. So I know it's not that I'm especially psychic. There's other people that are as psychic or better, but they don't necessarily spend eight hours a day on those realms healing people and clearing them and looking and seeing what's about so the future of our whole planet and the humanity is is very is very positive you know it's it's one of the difficulties that the reason people have trouble understanding what's going on is they just don't believe that humans can be as evil as some of these these evil satanic humans are and i know back it was in 1996 it was quite a while ago Someone said, oh, you, I need to read this book. And the book was Transformation of America by Kathy O'Brien, who was a victim of uh, being a sex slave, a presidential model. And so I actually got a coupon from Barnes & Noble that would pay for my book. I said, oh, great, I'm going to get a free book. So I go over there, I find the book in Barnes & Noble. I open it up, I flip through it, I start reading. I said, I can't even read this. This is so vile, it's so disgusting. And I had to put it on the shelf again, and I, I couldn't even buy it then and then a voice in my head said hey wait a second you know if you can't read this how are you going to ever help anyone else to wake up to what this real reality is and so it took me a few months and i went back and then i got the book and you know that began the exploration of that very evil part of, of humanity but that's why people can't wrap their heads around it because they just can't imagine someone would be that evil would harm a child and and torture a child it's just it's, it's not human and that's exactly the point
Yeah, when I was still under my my mentor, my Sophie mentor's uh, tutelage, I in one of my meditations I saw these transparent beings. They had unusual shapes, like triangles, and that. And they were moving these devices around, and I asked her, you know, what what is that? I mean, are they real people? Yes, they are. Is what are those devices? And she said they were like a psychic uh, uh, amplifiers. Well, not amplifiers, the opposite, deamplifiers, or to make things. And they had them seated in, in like the St. Andreas Fault to prevent earthquakes and that. So we have the help from higher beings as well to help do this. So they may have mitigated the, the cabal, may have tried to have even more damage done, and it was mitigated. That's very possible. But, uh, well, that's the thing. The, neg the negative ones are, for the most part, have been rousted out. Uh, they, they offered to turn on all their people on earth here and say, we'll give up all of our people, all of our agents here on earth. If you let us leave, you let us go. And they were denied. Yeah, yeah they were denied. denied. And that's, that's people in the spiritual community have to understand what, what that exactly means, because there are some people that think they're very spiritual and they say, Oh, you know, we just have to love everyone and everything's fine. Let's light a candle. Everything will be okay. Yeah. It's like, no, you, you can't negotiate with cancer. There, there is no negotiating. It's not like negotiating with the mafia or something like that. You say, all right, look, you guys win. We're going to give you a kickback or whatever, and let's, let us finish you know, doing our job, building the building or whatever it is. And they, they, you can reason with them. They may be illegal, and they may be trying to shake you down, but you can reason with them. You can't reason with Satanists. It's only a matter of time before they will try. If they seize the, when, once they seize an advantage, then they'll come in and, and you know, attack you. And, and take back any, they renege on any agreement. They think lying is, is a perfectly good way of living. A year ago, two years ago, almost every other person had, had a curse, which is uh, a different kind of entity that they get afflicted with. And, and almost 75, 80% of them would have some kind of entity on them when, when I would see them. Now the number is way, way down. Less than half have entities and the, they're easily, easily removed. Um, there's hardly any reptilians around at all. The greys, for the most part, have uh, are now siding with humanity. They recognize that they needed to cooperate with humanity to to make a better future for them. There are some rogue factions. I think most of them are these tall greys. They come in and they harvest uh, either body parts or things like that, or they torment people. They harvest DNA, for the most part, from people that have uh, attractive uh, DNA profiles for their purposes. So there are some of them, but they're few and far between. I don't see very many of those at all. Archons, they, they were kind of above all of them, and they seem to have disappeared. They don't seem to be around anymore. It's not a fun planet anymore. I think they gave their orders through the reptilians and greys to, to do the, their dirty work, and it's not a fun planet. So I think a lot of them already left, and I think they may have been allowed to leave as a, for whatever reason. So... Yeah, uh, I, I thought we'd be done by now, but uh, it's just a matter of time. They can't do anything. And that I should say, this, is, this ties in with the reason why all these things are being uncovered right now is because their big brother evil beings on the higher planes are no longer able to cloak them and protect them from you know, the rest of us, yeah. from, the, from the humans who are good and, and positive. That's what the biggest change has been. And this has been coming for years. I, I did talk with someone who's at the very high end of the a human pecking order on the evil side, and uh, he basically admitted to me that under even though we, we have all this technology to look in the future using time machines and, and, and those 
kind of uh, advanced looking, technologies. Yeah. Like yeah, looking glass, glass and, and all those. Yeah, they had the technology and they said, we know that there's no, there's no timeline where we win. And I said, okay, well, why wouldn't you just cooperate and make it an easy, easy, smooth transition so that we can, you know, kind of make it into a nice world and we'll take into consideration the good guys would, of course, I'm sure take into consideration that you cooperated and helped to ease the planet's uh, evolution into the future. And they basically said, well, no, we just are going to go fight to the very end. You know, we don't really see any, any upside to, to getting out of power any earlier. So they just want to maintain power to the very last minute, but they're going to lose. They already know they're going to lose. Well, yeah. That's 25 minutes. I'll go in, fill them with energy, raise their vibration, open up their uh, crown, pull out any mental trash. I'm going through a session at ultra high speed here. Uh, uh, raise their vibration. I'll go through all their glands to make sure none of them are holding on to anything negative. Sometimes entities will, will release them because they don't like to be in that higher vibrational energy and they'll, I'll take them out. And I have a little portal I open up and let my higher beings, I work with the Pleiadians. They'll, they'll just take them and either re rehabilitate them or recycle them through the galactic central sun. So we go through all that. I take away anger, uh, regret. Those are some of the biggest things right now for humans. They're holding on to this regret and anger and it's preventing them from going to higher levels of consciousness. So when that's gone, that really opens up their way to connect with their higher self. Then I go through all that. I get rid of any hidden entities, implants, nanobots, curses. Curses are, are uh, orchestrated by these evil magicians. And those are usually human, but they can be ETs as well. And uh, they will curse a person. And when they curse a person, they're able to bring in these entities known as the jinn. And jinn, you know, Aladdin's lamp, you have the genies in Aladdin's lamp. Well, genie was named after the jinn. They're non-physical entities. They can be playful, but basically they're slaves to these evil magicians. And the magicians just say, okay, you know, Tyler, he's, he's on our list. We want him cursed. Well, whatever his weaknesses, go find it. Make sure if he needs money, he doesn't get any money. If he's having a trouble with his girlfriend, whatever, go make sure that thing breaks up, that relationship breaks up. They'll do whatever it is to harm you as much as possible. So to get rid of them, you got to get rid of the magicians, tie them up, get rid of them so they can't harm anyone going forward. Then you have to go talk to the jinn. Once their masters are out of the way, then you open up a portal and they'll leave, usually voluntarily, because they're no longer obligated to work for someone who's no longer in power. That's the hardest thing to get rid of is a, a curse. And then after that, I'll go through karmic relationships with their families and, and then hook them up with their higher self. Right. Some, someone who's just really angry and, and just out of sorts, they can make their machinery and things around them not work. And that's without having any help from any you know, non-physical entities. So it's, it's very possible that everything's interconnected and those negative emotions are not good for anything. That's what, uh, they, th this is the secret is higher octaves of love. That's the secret. It's the most powerful force in the universe. So these reptilians, archons, no one wants this in their, in their field. None of those service to self, uh, you know, evil beings want love. Yeah, they can't handle it's, it. It's, they literally can't handle it. But uh, you can't tell if a person has entities or not by their level of spiritual advancement. That they could be moved. It's like a war. We're going through a spiritual war, and so the entities that could have been on Aaron last week, they said, "We not move him in here. We got to go after Tyler. He's he's in he's a troublemaker right now. We got to go get him." <laughs> and then they'll they'll attack the people at the at the highest levels. They're the ones in the front lines that are fighting this this war, 
and, and people say, what can I do to prevent getting uh, entities on me or, or curses? I said, well, I can't tell you that because if I knew, I would do it. I get cursed more than all my clients combined because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad guy. And from the perspective of those evil guys and the magicians, I'm a bad guy. So they attack me and I'll, I'll be talking with you and all of a sudden, wait a second, I'll feel ornery or angry or something. Hold on. Ah, I got cursed again. Hold on while I get rid of this and I'll get rid of it. And I said, okay. And I've done this at dinner with one of my friends. Oh no, someone's cursing me. Hold on. <laughs> and just, <laughs> just get rid of it. But wow. uh, my dad and I went on a paranormal investigation last October in a cave near my house. And on the way home, I, I literally felt an entity take over, enter right. my body. I, I almost had to stop the car. I, I started getting nauseous and like almost broke out in a sweat. I started getting weak and right. I, uh, and I knew exactly what it was and I fought through it. I was actually going, get, going to meet up with some friends and I had to go home. I couldn't even meet up with them. It was that intense. And right. I, you know, I ended up, having a, a Reiki healer uh, pull me aside at a psychic fair I was at and she could sense this entity on me. I still had not removed it. I tried doing it myself right. and she, right. she could sense it with, right with just me walking by. And I ended up doing, she ended up removing it right there in the spot for me. And uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. So I, I know what it's like to feel like when something's attached, but I don't think I could pick up on it that quick. Maybe I, I mean, because a lot of them, a lot of times, it's not that uh, it's not that noticeable. It's probably more subtle. Right. You might have more you're sleeping. I don't know, but um, yeah, absolutely, it can be very subtle. And by just trying to steer you in a little bit off direction, keep you a little bit out of out of sorts. And then there are other things too that the Cabal uh, uses. Uh, they have these nanobots uh, that yes, are like ar artificial intelligence. Yeah, artificial intelligence type. Uh, entities, you know, the, most of them are etheric, so you can't even see them. They have physical ones, but the etheric ones are the ones that are more troublesome. And they're not as bad as a full-blown entity, but what they do is they, they just seed areas of, of unrest, like Portland's. If they see there's going to be an Antifa march or protest or something like that, they'll seed the whole area to try to create as much a civil unrest as possible. And they do that. And I had one client He's, he's calling me from Europe and I'm clearing them out. And I said, you got all these nanobots all over you. I said, and I just stopped and said, are there any protests or anything going on over there? Cause you, you're, you live in Belgium. He goes, Oh yeah. As a matter of fact, there are the whole down to the university. There's a big protest going on about whatever it was. I said, okay, that makes sense. So they knew there was going to be a protest. They put these in there just to keep people a little ornery, a little off, a little more aggressive. They, they're trying to start, you know, civil wars and, but the higher beings and everyone, are getting rid of these things. So there, there's less and less of that. So, but, so describe, describe a nanobot. Well, it's, it's a nano, nano, it's like tiny little thing, less than a, whatever millimeter, uh, big, but it's half artificial intelligence and half, uh, a etheric entity. And they just, they, uh, well, one of the funny story is a woman calls me up or texts me and says, I need an emergency clearing. And, uh, and she had already been to me. So I, okay, sure. I, I, I'll do you over lunch. And I'm describing it to her. And I said, Oh, you had all these nanobots over you. She said, that's, that's crazy. I said, well, it's not crazy. It's not, she goes, no, 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 it's not crazy what you're saying. What's crazy is I was driving to my office. She was a chiropractor 
And she said, I felt as if someone took a paintbrush and spritzed it and it went right through my windshield and into me, all these dots. And I had, that's when I had the problem. I said, oh, well, there's, those were the nanobots that came into you. And she goes, and I knew it was not physical because it went right through the windshield. I said, okay, well, that's what we got rid of on you. So literally, you know, that's, that's what they would be like. If you're, she's very perceptive, very, very psychically gifted. And that's what she felt. Sometimes you can feel like things are crawling on you on your skin, even though they're not physical. Yeah, yeah if you're in the wrong area, it's more a nuisance than it is a, a something dangerous. A regular entity is more powerful and more influential. But sure. like I said, they'll they'll Portland, Berkeley, when they try to start riots in Berkeley, uh, Charlottesville. I'm sure they did that when they had the the uh, trying to get people to fight there. You know, George Soros busted people on both sides of the of the divide so that they would start a fight. And then they dropped in the nanobots to try to get the audience, the pe other people there to contribute uh, to the violence. So yeah, those are the kind of places where they'll uh, insert these, these uh, nanobots. Well, speaking of the conference and, and the UFOs that we were seeing every night, uh, what, what is your take like on the current status of this whole disclosure that's, that's uh, happening? Right. Uh, is what is your take on like when do you think we're going to see some type of craft rolled out? I, I really like Jordan Jordan Saylor's presentation because he's expanded the, the word the the definition of disclosure to not merely UFO craft or and ETs. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a small portion of it. Exactly. All the stuff about vaccinations, chemtrails, the you know nanobots, and all these other things that are going on is that's just as valuable. Yeah, as as what need, that what's need to be covered. And well, the, the more advanced ETs that they're, you're not going to see them in a 3D world. They they would have to slow their vibration down to be able to be seen. It's like it's counterproductive. They don't need well, to be. I mean, I I connect with them in the in the higher worlds. I, I mean, through yeah. my meditations. Um, it, to me, it doesn't matter. I don't need some government official or someone to say, "Hey, this is what's going on." I said, "What are you talking about?" I use them in my clearings. One of the things that that I, they, they sent to me to make my thing more efficient is when I'm taking away sadness or sorrow from someone, depression. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to have to pull it out of them you know, manually kind of. Now all I have to do is just think and these, uh, this, these beings, higher beings called brothers and sisters of sorrow will come in and they'll take away all the sadness from someone you know, in, in seconds, you know, 20, 30 seconds. And, and uh, I don't go through a whole long explanation of what I'm calling in these guys. This is what's going on. I just say, okay, I'm going to take away your sorrow. And I just take it away. But they're the ones doing all the work. So uh, I'm using them to do my work for me. So, yeah, do they – ETs don't exist? What do you mean they don't exist? I use them every day. Yeah, so exactly. it's, you know, yeah. I don't need someone to tell me that's what I'm doing. Well, what's interesting is I uh, – on the way home from Seti, getting on my plane, I was talking to this woman – she worked for McDonnell Douglas and Boeing. She actually physically assembled the, uh, many different lines of jets and aircraft. When we landed in St. Louis, we got off the plane. She's like, how was your flight? And I was like, I, was, I said, terrible. I said, I was cramped up. There's no room. You know, I was, you know, can't stretch out. Blah, blah, blah. I, said, I said, I'm just waiting for the UFO technology to roll out. <laughs> she looked me in the eyes. She goes, she goes, she goes oh, it's coming. And I said, I said, oh yeah. I said, what makes you say that? She goes, she goes, trust me, it's coming. And I don't know what she knew. I said, yeah, that's interesting because I'm into that stuff. And I explained the conference to her and stuff. She goes, oh, totally. She goes, I know they're out there, and you'd be a fool not to, you know. So it's not, <laughs> right. All you gotta do is just, you know, 
say say something and and see if it triggers somebody and, and i was at this uh nice restaurant bar just sitting at the bar having a, a glass of wine and an appetizer and these two guys are next to me and they they didn't know the answer to some question some trivial thing i said oh Joe oh yeah right so i start talking with them well and then they said something political and i said well i don't agree with that what do you mean you don't agree with that i'm on the west side of la like one of the most you know liberal areas that they they're yeah. everyone has to hate trump in order to live there yeah. <laughs> and so I just said, well, this is how it is. And, and this guy, one of them was a physicist. And the other one was friend was, he, I don't know what he was. He was mostly an idiot. But his friend was a physicist. <laughs> he, he, he's asking me questions and I'm giving him all these answers. And, and then his friend keeps interrupting with stupid comments that you would hear on CNN or something. And he says, stop talking, stop talking. I want to hear what this guy has to say. And so he's asking me all these questions and he's, he's considering it. And he says, you know, I disagree with every single thing you said, but, but, I said, but everything I said is internally consistent. It explains the data that you can observe right now with your eyes, and I'm giving you predictive ability. So in six months, when you see these things happen, you're going to say, I remember this guy at the bar who told me these things, and, you know, we poo-pooed it, and now it's there. And he's, he's taking that in, and he puts his head in his hands, and then his friend keeps talking, says, stop talking, stop talking. And his friend just keeps talking. So he literally gets up from his seat and walks down to the other end of the bar. And he's sitting there like a guy who just lost, you know, his family fortune. But it was, it was, it was the death of a belief system. I mean, he knew he was, he was stuck with the logic because he's a physicist. He couldn't refute the logic. And so his whole mind, his whole world was, was turned upside down. Yeah. Yeah. The cognitive dissonance. There was no reason for me to hold back. Yeah. 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 It gives you hope. Yeah. There was that meme that came through with cognitive dissonance where the guy had his head in his hands like that. And I just, and it came in like the next day. I said, this is exactly what that physicist looked like after I was done with him. So wow. it was, it was, it was so appropriate. Did you leave him a card after you walked no, away? No, 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 I didn't. I just, like I said, you don't even know me, but you're just going to remember this guy at the bar told me yeah. this. And, and now, now you're stuck. I, I knew I tuned in the next day just to see what he was feeling. And he was still, his, his whole world had been shaken and rattled. It would be hard for him to go back to the old way of thinking. I mean, I've tried it with other people and, and they, like, like Aaron was saying, they just are not open. I said, I said, well, yeah. you know, of course, who paid, who paid for that, who paid for that dossier, don't you? Who? And I told her, Oh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> well, I said, well, this is public information. I'm not making it up. It's not yeah. some insight. I, like everyone knows this. If you look for it, you can Google it even, you'll be able to find it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't believe that. <laughs> I said, okay, I, I I can't work with you anymore. You're, we've reached the limit of your ability to grasp new ideas. The Matrix was one of the best at waking people up to, you know, you. someone once wrote a review of my book, Mystic Warrior, but he said, it's kind of like the time when you watch The Matrix for the first time and you feel sorry for all those people who don't understand what they're really telling you here, that we're mm-hmm. living in this Matrix, that it's not, you know, it's not just a movie. There, there were some people that uh, doubted that when I said there are these demonic entities that come and attack people. And, oh, I don't believe any of that. That's like nonsense. I said, well, do you believe in the Bible? Yeah. Well, who do you think was one of the best guys that ever getting rid of casting demons out of people? Oh, well, you mean Jesus? Yeah, it's right in the Bible. They even say it. It's not a figurative thing. It's what he does. It's what he did. It wasn't his main message. He had to teach people love. But they but, was doing that, you know. Uh, sometimes they get too many. He'd throw them out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I feel I'm in good company. I'm gonna, you know, yeah. follow that example. Get rid so of those demonic beings. Yeah. Uh, someone asked me once on one of the 
panels when I was on some spiritual conference. And they said, well, how will we recognize the good ETs from the bad ones? And someone gave this big, long explanation. Well, I have a book, and here I have 10 things to check on, this and that. And I said, well, I have a simple way. What's that? You will know them by their fruit. Yes. If they're telling you things that are empowering, like a, like a, a loving parent that's trying to elevate you, not giving you everything, but making you develop so you can be self-sufficient and empowered, that's a good ET. That's a good being, good entity, whatever, yeah. in any category. If it's someone who's instilling fear, trying to scare you, or on the other hand, inflating your ego, oh, you're the greatest ever, you're the greatest ever, don't listen to anyone, you're just so great, you're great, great, great. Yeah. That's another one, it's, it's fake. So yep. you know them by their fruit. If they're like a loving parent trying to elevate you, just like it was taught, that he taught, then you're in the right ballpark and simple. Something I thought of earlier when you were talking about people don't want to believe in like the demons and stuff, you know, it's okay when you're giving them good news, but when you talk about the demons, it, right. reminds, yeah. it reminds me of a, I always do this because I grew up watching Seinfeld. There's an episode where, yes. where George is like, uh, <laughs> he's like, I always knew God would punish me. And Jerry goes, I thought you didn't believe in God. He goes, and he goes, well, I do for the bad things. <laughs> I remember that. So. Uh, I mean, Q is a group, small group of mostly military intelligence people that get together that they knew they had to be able to wake up the people, not, not the, everyone in the world, not 50%, a small group of devoted people that can think for themselves to help uh, usher in this new, the, the new reality, to change the belief system of, of people here. You can't rely on the media. If we had the media was even neutral, we would already be done. Every, the bad guys would be in prison and everyone would be already, you know, totally. Cheering. Oh yeah. But they're not. They're that's the last bastion of of the evil. They they are clinging to that those mainstream news channels. And people ask me, Well, which which news station should I listen to? And I say, None of them. No. What do you mean? I said, It's like asking, which cigarette should I use to improve my health? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> that's a great analysis. They all they all give you cancer. So just don't watch them. You know, like Mark Twain said. If you don't watch the news, you'll be uninformed. If, if you, you watch the news, you'll be misinformed. misinformed. Yep. <laughs> uh, he, he said it with newspapers before you could watch it. You had to read it. But that's, it still applies today. And, but once you have that framework, like we all have now, of, of how the world is kind of structured, then when you see events, even if you see them in the mainstream news, you know with their bias what likely what really did happen. So you have to read a little bit between the lines, but you need that basic framework that most people don't have yet. But the other thing is we don't need the vast majority of people to have that initially. We just need a small group of dedicated people, truth tellers and podcasts like you that are the new news that tell people what's really going on. And if you awaken a few key people, they're going to be more valuable than a hundred of the you know, walking, walking dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, I, when I say you had a contract, you should make this clear. It was probably from another lifetime. And you may have used them to do some things that weren't good. And in this lifetime, they would have come to you and they say, hey, Tyler, if you do these evil things, we're going to help you. And you say, okay, well, sign me up if you're evil. But you're not. You are a good guy. And so they made your life more difficult than it had to be. And that's, those are the kind of people that come to me. I don't understand why I have so much bad luck. I don't know. If, well, here, you got some entities on you. Let me get rid of that. You were cursed. Let me get rid of that. And then all of a sudden, their whole life changes. I mean, that happened to me when I went to my, my Sophie I couldn't believe what the bad luck I had. I had that background, venture capital, entrepreneur. I knew what I was doing, and I was hardworking and, and, and motivated. 
and I just had 45 deals in a row that didn't work. Some were minor, but some of them were big, big deals. And I can't, how could I have such bad luck? And she didn't explain it as clearly as I'm explaining it here, but basically I was cursed. And when she took mm. the curse away, everything became easier again. It's like, wow, life wow. is way easier than it had to be. And that's what happens with people when they yeah. get these curses removed. You know, it's, it's a minority of people, but when they're removed, they, they can explode. They can skyrocket in consciousness and just in accomplishment what they do with their life. Right. That's my message. This is the greatest time in, in history for the last 2,000 years to be, to be living on Earth, to watch this transformation. Totally. And it goes along with your, other, your question about disclosure. It's more likely than instead of a fifth density or sixth density ship rematerializing in third density, it's more likely we move up to fifth density and then we can see them with our eyes yeah. the same way we can see things in third density. Yeah. And we live as spiritual beings. We already live on all these different densities. And it's a function of where do you place your awareness? Like yeah. the radio tuner, where do you place your awareness? When now we're in 3D, we're, we're seeing our, with our eyes, we're five regular senses. When you go to sleep, you're not using those regular senses. And yet you can see people, feel them, meet with them. Time is different. It's more malleable in the fourth density, fifth density. Things are more simultaneous. So, yeah, as we move up there, we already exist in, in those densities. All of them are, are already. But as we move up in higher consciousness, we spend more time in those higher densities. And when you spend more time there, then you can see and sense these higher density beings that don't bother with the 3D world for the most part. The example I would give when I was relatively young in my spiritual uh, understanding, I would, have, I would go to sleep and I'd wake up with bruises, you know, especially on my legs. And then I realized later that what I was doing was fighting these reptilians on the lower astral realm, which is where they like to hang out. And uh, literally, we'd be having fights. And, I, and sometimes, because it's, it's so close to the physical realm, it would show up in the physical body much more readily than, than the higher level fights. But what happens in these, you know, just like on Earth, we have physical battles, we have political battles, we have uh, legal battles. When in the higher realms, you have spiritual battles. And whoever, when you get into this consensual reality, like in a dream state, the one who can go to the higher level, he or she can dictate what happens in that consensual reality. So whoever goes to the higher level wins the battle. And back then I couldn't go to, I was at the same level or just in roughly the same area. And so we would have, I would get beaten up a lot. Now I'm a much higher level. Now there's no more fighting like that. I could be like the matrix. I could pick one of those up and throw them across the room, just like Neo, you know, through Agent Smith or whatever. You know, that's, that's how, how it works. And that's yeah. another motivation to elevate your consciousness and to raise your vibration. Man, so you're nice. Neo. You didn't tell us that. <laughs> well, <laughs> same thing. That's just, the Matrix yeah. has got a lot more truth in it than most people ever understand. So, yeah. Yeah. To know there's hope. and to, Not just the light at the end of the tunnel. We're coming up on the end of the tunnel and it's going to be bright daylight. So keep your eyes open. Things are changing all for the better. Yeah, these are the most exciting times in, in history for the last 2,000 years at least. We, we went through a period like this in Atlantis where things got screwed up. And the people from Atlantis, many of us, many of you listening, were from there and we vowed never to have that happen again. So now we're here today and we're making sure that doesn't happen again. The, the whole earth is, humanity is going to be uplifted. All the negative beings, for the most part, on the higher planes are gone. And we're doing the mop-up operations for the people on earth. The, the human incarnate uh, ETs who are here trying to har harm our planet and harm the humanity are, will soon be wrapped up. Yeah, we're, definitely. Also, we're in a great period of time. Yeah. 